So today, as you uh, might have guessed, uh, dear listeners, on the Mud Paddlers, we're going to be discussing sack anime. And my phone just went off. Every time. Every time. Every time. How do I always forget to f***? This is The Mud Peddlers, a podcast where two nerdy ceramic artists share the behind the scenes of their worlds of clay. We are your hosts, Lindsay M. Dillon. And I am Dante of Earth Nation. Lindsay ain't got hoes like I do. She don't put her on silent. I, I, uh, I just need to get... I don't have any hoes. More of the hoes. I guess I do, but like I don't really want them. The only hoes you have is to water your garden because you're a family man. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Anyway, so <laughs> what we are actually talking about today is uh, sack anime because that's, well, frankly, why this episode's coming to you a little bit late. Yeah. Because we uh, we did not record an extra beforehand and then Dante got sick the week after I sure did. sack anime. So uh, anyway, thank you for your patience. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we're going to be talking about our experience at sack anime and what we learned and what worked, what didn't work, what we do different, etc. Et I got cetera. I got don't go to the gym sick. I didn't get like put me out of commission sick. Mm. Like I could still throw, but usually I would like wake up, throw, make breakfast, clean the house, all my days off. Yeah. Go like go to the gym and then like I got but I got like like maybe I'll just clean the house and throw some pots. Yeah. And then I'll chill for the rest of the day. Kind of a sick, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, where I'm just half as productive as usual. But like my wife is doesn't get out that much. My beautiful wife, so she's like actually sick from my sick. Oh. But the baby, of course, is built different, so she's just like, yeah, sick. I'm just a little stuffy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Food, milk, milk, banana, apple, orange, apple. She know my baby knows like thirty words, and they're all just they're a list of demands. <laughs> but in one word, she talks like a caveman. So she's yeah. like banana. Okay, here's a banana. Apple. Okay, here's an apple. Dinosaur. Her favorite thing right now is dinosaur. And then I give her a picture of a dinosaur because I don't have a real dinosaur, guys. Would you really thought we were going there? Mm. You thought I was going to pull up a Jurassic Park on you? I mean... We made movies about that. How did none of... (laughs) On a side note, I know it's not part of the cast, but how in the God's name did all these people with degrees and IQs over like 120 get in a boat... And they were like, yeah, we can make money off these dinosaurs. And not one person was like, what, you brought back dinosaurs and we're going <laughs> to the island without military intervention? Yeah. 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 We're just going to go there? Yeah, we're going to check it out. We're not going for a job? No, we're not going for a job. You see, it's about the hubris of humankind. <sighs> I would have, imme- I know I'm a warmonger, but I would have immediately put artillery on those dinosaurs. Oh my god. Well, no, that's, that's the whole point. That's what they tried to do with the velociraptors. Anyway, we're getting real off topic here. I would immediately put gatlings on the top of the velociraptors and we called them V-gats. And they would have been all up in other countries securing that oil. Oh, yeah, of course. And of you would have paid me fat for you it. You can't control nature. That's the point. That's true. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So, sec anime. Overall overall thoughts. How did it, how did it go for you? Overall good. A little bit, uh, second time around, I didn't learn all my lessons. Mm, okay. You know? Pretty because, like, last time I just kind of... Well, last, last time I kind of sold all my work that I had available because T-Cozy was like, maybe do a table with us. Remember, I was like, no. Yeah, that was for Sack Anime Winter. Right. That yeah, was yeah, the yeah. last... La- not this previous one, but the previous, previous. Yeah. Uh, and then I told myself, I'll make some more Avatar stuff. And then um, the one big thing is that Linda, the the awesome person who was there at the table with me for the first couple days, was like, you got to raise your prices. Yeah. 
And I was like, I was like, no. And she was, she was like on it. She was on me so hard about uh-huh. it that, you know, when I give up, usually I'm like, fine, we'll make a deal. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know what I mean? I did the dad thing. Like, look, if you're right, you're right. Let's test it out. Yeah. So I can end this conversation right now. <laughs> Because I'm tired of arguing about it. Uh, let's just try it so that mm-hmm. if it doesn't work, I can go, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Remember that one time it didn't work? And, but it did work. <laughs> so, Out of the turntables. Yeah, so she was right. Uh, uh, I remember she, I went to your table and I was like, Lindsay? Yep. Yep. yep you're right. Shook, yeah, shook I, sh- I shook her hand. I was yep. like, you're right, Lindsay. I'm sorry. All the things I've ever said. <laughs> I, uh, it was actually really funny because she actually came over to the table before yeah. and she was like, Lindsay, Dante's got to raise his prices. And I'm like, I know, I know. You just have to tell him. Yep. Just have to tell him. So how much did you have them priced and how much did you, how much did you raise them by? All the Avatar teacups were like 35 bucks. Okay. Because and you raised them to? They're like 42. Okay, cool, cool, or cool. 40, Actually, they're 40. I made everything rounded. So they're like 40. So my, my initial mentality was... I sell them for like 42 on my website. Mm-hmm. So I'll take 10 bucks off because that's how much shipping usually is on my website, $10 to $12. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, that'll be the price. And she was like, no. Nah. Mm-hmm. She was like, no, it needs to be the same, if not a little more, as on your site. And I was like, okay. Because I usually don't make cups, like mugs. Yeah, past yeah. Past like $58 on my site. And that's yeah, with right. shipping. Right. And she was like, nope. Mugs need to be 50 here. And if they're nice, 55 Hell yeah. And I was like, Damn. But she's kind of right in the fact that I didn't need to sell 100 hamburgers at $5 each. I needed to sell 50 steaks at $10 each. You know what yep, I mean? Yep. Like, so I that actually way. remember way back on our episode, I think it was our episode about pricing. You brought that up and then it reminded me of a conversation I had with my mom about mm-hmm. the whole concept of chasing elephants versus chasing pigs. Yes. Uh, you know, there's, there's some variety there because it's like you could argue that like selling sculptures in a gallery is the true elephant, you know, not raising your prices or whatever. But yeah, I am I'm really glad that you listened to Linda and that you raised your prices. So how much, how much, how many pieces did you bring and what did you bring? I brought like a hundred pieces. I would okay. say 50 of them were avatar things. Okay. And like anime things. But were like, they all mugs, teacups, teapots? What was the breakdown? All the teapots sold out. How many did you bring? Three. Nice. And yeah. how'd you price them? I priced them at like 90 and then I said, if you buy, if you buy a set, which is $110, then I give you a teacup with it. So if you bought a teapot, I basically threw in like a small teacup for 110, like as a set. But you, if I, if you bought a teapot, just regular teapot, it was like 90. I was like, it's close to 100, it's 90. Okay. Uh, they weren't happy about that either, but I was like, hey, yeah, that's. I mean, if your teacups are yeah, that's true. 50. Well, the teapot, the teapots are a little difficult to make. I wouldn't say difficult; they're just way more labor intensive. Right. Yeah. Like to find someone who does ceramic work who can make a good functional teapot with a filter on the inside and whatnot. Also, I should say this, and this is a bit of a, of a side point. You should not be using your teapot on the stove, your ceramic teapot. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. purely, and this is the wrong word, but ritualistic. Like, you're going to pour the hot water into the teapot and steep the tea. Yeah. Or steep tea, pour in the teapot, and then serve it from that. You can technically put it on the stove, but you shouldn't because heat transfers through the entirety of ceramic. And that's the point of most teapots is to have, like, the handle be plastic while the teapot itself is metal or something to that extent. Mm-hmm. So that way you don't, you can just grab onto the handle of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there are some, there are also some teapots that are 
specifically made to i think they're called like flameware or something like that yes but they're specifically made to be able to go on the stovetop right but those are specific yeah what y'all are thinking about when you're thinking about putting teapots on a stove is a kettle yes not a teapot those are two different things yeah right but that i just want to make a couple people were like i could put this on the stove right and i was like technically yes but i wouldn't because there's also because wouldn't it break because wouldn't the heat, because I've heard, or at least that's something that I've heard with like, specifically unless you have a clay body that is formulated to be able to deal with that kind of really quick, like heat. Oh, that's Disparity is that it, you would, if you were to put like a regular, like a, you know, cone six B mix with grog teapot or whatever, mm-hmm. that that clay is not going to be able to deal with that quick of a heat. The thermal expansion the thermal would probably expansion. break it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I didn't think about that, but you're probably right about that. Yeah. It's, um. Granted, like, the teapot's not going to melt or anything, but... Lindsay's, it's going to break. Lindsay's right. It, it would probably break, yeah. break based, based yeah. on the thermal shock. But, like, don't put your... T- There's going to be someone who's like, I put mine on the stove all the time. Stop. Maybe. I mean, like, if it works, like, if it doesn't break, but, like, know that it's the likelihood. Just don't... Just if you don't want to worry about it breaking, don't unless it. you've bought a piece that has been advertised to be flameware or whatever it's called, then just don't. Just don't. Just use a kettle. But, yeah. So, so you brought... Three of them. Three teacup, three teapots, and yeah. then okay, like fifty avatar cups. Mm-hmm. Were they teacups or pieces with, or like mugs with handles? Teacup. I brought teacups and pieces with handles. Mm-hmm. The things that really surprised me is that all of the what I call organic teacups, like the ones that look like jagged rocks, you know, yeah, uh, with no glaze on the outside, but on the inside, the food safe spaces, mm-hmm. those sold out immediately, dude. And everyone who picked them up was like, "These are different. These aren't just like." rounded bottom things these yeah. are these these look special to me mm-hmm. yeah and those so i made like 20 of those as soon as i got home those were really beautiful dude. i was happy like, with those. yeah yeah i saw you had some uh some dungeon master stuff as well bringing in the D. yeah people liked them but people were like i want a different glaze than oh. 10 gold and of course my pottery crafter brain is like you want different glaze <laughs> Other than the perfect historical Tenmoku gold with specks of gold dust in it. Oh my gosh. What? They're like, I want blue. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But I put, I made them Tenmoku gold because that's a specialty glaze. Oh, it's a right. special cup. It's a dungeon master. Yeah. Anyway, um, so, so those weren't, those weren't as popular as really the no, avatar I, stuff that sold the most. Yeah. I took like three dungeon master bugs back. With me. Wow. That's surprising actually. Yeah. Well, I only brought six. Okay. I took three, but so half of them sold. Um, I also made a new silk screen that says waifu material on it. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing that. And those are great. People like those a lot. But they're the main seller of them were people who were buying them for other people as, oh. as gifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't like, oh, I like Avatar. This is for me. It was people who were like, you know who would like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good table. I made enough money to go back. But the next time I am there, you're going to be there too, I assume. Uh, Yeah, at Sack Anime, yeah. Sack Anime Winter the 1st. The first winter. Because yes. there's like two of them every time, I think. There's Sack Anime Summer, which is the one that we just did. Uh-huh. There's Sack Anime Winter. Technically, there's a Sack Anime like spring, but that's in like Roseville. Right. And that's in like April, I think. April or May. Right. Okay. So I'll Lindsay and I will be at different tables in, in winter. Mm-hmm. I will be at my own table this time and not with tea cozy. Yeah. Hell yeah. The way it works, by the way, and mm-hmm. I'm you, you know this, Lindsay, yeah. but I don't think they know this, is that once you secure a spot... They just want to keep rotating you in that same spot. Mm-hmm. So that way at they least, don't have to find a new secure person. Yeah, yeah. At least when you're in, because for, for some context in case like any of y'all listeners are, are thinking about doing something like selling at a convention, which I would highly recommend. It's a, at least, you know, again, 
I think I think if you do anything even remotely geeky, it's a good space to sell in. But so there's a difference between Artist Alley and then the section that Dante and I are in. Yeah. So normally there's just kind of two sections. There's Artist Alley and then there's like the vendors hall or the dealers hall. Yeah. Sack Anime has done something that's kind of like a in-between it's like, it, we're called like an exhibiting artist. Yeah, they just mixed us all in, really. Yeah. So it's like, Artist Alley is still in its own section, but the exhibiting artists are mixed in with the other like big vendors. Mm-hmm. But the biggest difference is that we get the same space as vendors do. So for uh, Artist Alley, you you normally get like maybe a four by six foot display area. So it's very small. It can be cramped. If you're selling stuff like Dante and I, it's really hard to, how do I say, if you have a lot of inventory and you have like stuff that takes up a lot of space like cups, it's hard to fit everything back there, I'll say. Yeah. Um, But it's a really, but it's a good starting out place because the tables are usually cheaper, like somewhere between like 250 to $350. Yeah. It depends on the season too. Yeah. But our tables, now that they also increase the price, are what, 850 now? I paid eight something for mine. And that's like... Without electricity and all the little yeah. things that I would usually name. Like, mm-hmm. I bought a generator, an EcoFlow generator. Because every time I go, they charge me, like, it's like 80 bucks for electricity. Yeah. And I was like, screw it. I need a generator for my house anyway in case something happens. Mm-hmm. I want electricity for my family. Partial, it's portable. It's solar. So I was like, oh, so I could just bring this to tables. Yeah. Uh, another thing, partial, is that the reception there is ass ketchup. Yeah. So unless you have the right cell phone provider to get through the walls or a strong enough signal even like your wi-fi hotspots don't work in there i my i was actually really pleased that mine worked this time okay good yeah yeah so i bought but i can't remember the name of the thing that i got i'll 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 list it in the show notes because it it was i was really nervous about whether it was gonna work but mine ended up costing it was like 100 bucks or something like that and then i paid it's a uh it's a monthly plan thing so essentially it's, it's from verizon Mm-hmm. And the way that it's set up is you basically, so you buy the unit itself and you, I like went into the Verizon store and I basically bought a plan through them, but it's like, it's, I basically pay for like however much I think I'm going to need in the month. Once that month is over that any unused data does not roll over, uh, but I don't have to pay like a monthly plan every single month. Yeah. Like you, regardless of whether I use it. Yeah. I have the same thing except for I have. So this is important, right? Because I remember I was having problems with my mm-hmm. cell phone. I had three phones going at once for this convention. Oh my God. I have my regular phone. I had my burner phone. And then I had to buy a secondary burner phone. Because <laughs> I got mixed up in between the difference in between Verizon and Total by Verizon. Oh, right, They're right, right. two different companies, but owned by the same parent company. Mm. So Total by Verizon is kind of like what you had, except for mine was just a cell phone that had strong enough reception from Verizon to go through the convention center so I can have uh, data. Didn't have Wi-Fi, yeah. but I had data. Mm-hmm. And then I also had a Verizon Verizon phone. Yeah. And that gave off a Wi-Fi hotspot. So I was switching SIM cards like every day. Oh my god! I text my boss and I was like, "Don't text me on the other phone." And yeah. He goes, what? Who is this? And I'm like, "It's Dante. Just pretend this phone is my real phone for the next four days." Yeah. You know. And yeah. so, um, I but yeah, I basically did the same thing. But you should definitely, I wouldn't say test out. It's hard to test out because I don't yeah. have access to the room. Mm-hmm. But I know that Verizon works in that room. Yeah. And I know that Total by Verizon is also owned by Verizon, so I know that. Like, okay, my stuff will work here. Yeah, and if you, honestly, if you don't want to worry about buying a secondary phone and switching out SIM cards, like, I just got the Wi-Fi hotspot 
unit and just use that and it worked fine the battery did not last all day on saturday so fortunately um my friend brandon who was helping me out that weekend Mm -hmm. he like had a uh what's a power unit or power bank power bank yeah yeah yeah. so that was definitely necessary Mm -hmm. because yeah basically as soon as that thing died like card transactions stopped going through and i was like what is going on and then i was like oh wait maybe the battery it's out of battery yeah so um, mine auto turned off every day well yeah, so my, my thing that I had, mine mm-hmm. auto-turned off every, like, five minutes. So oh. it was annoying to boot it back up. Yeah. Every time I had a transaction, I'd have to be like, give it a minute or two, I'll get your transaction in a second. Mm-hmm. But also, like, it lasts for, like, three days. Yeah, that's nice. just being on all day. Yeah, um, good, good battery life. Yeah. I will also say, as a price point, mm-hmm. doesn't it, you did, like, 100 bucks. The total oh, buy- it, no, for me, it was a little bit more. So, oh. so it was 100 to use the, or to, like, to purchase the actual, like, item. Okay. And then I had to buy the like data plan i think i bought i bought like wait i think i bought like 25 gigs or something like that i did not need that like i'm sure five gigs would have been fine but i didn't really know so i thought well i'm gonna buy more just in case so total i think it ended up being almost 200 bucks but i the only thing i'm gonna have to pay for next time is just the five gigabyte yeah data plan so that's gonna be like less than 50 bucks okay i think i might do that because my burner phone Works as a phone phone, of course, but it's mm-hmm. like 60 bucks. Yeah. And you can just, it, it's not an auto pay thing. Mm-hmm. They'll ask you, do you want to auto pay? You just say no. So you call like five days before you need to activate the phone. And then they just say like, how much do you want to buy? You tell them how much you want to buy. Mine's like 50 bucks, 60 mm-hmm. bucks. And then it's just active for the month. But yeah. I only need it for like a couple days, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I might do what you're doing. Well, mine is still, it still lasts for the whole month. Yeah. But so it's not like, it's not, because I know there are some where it's like you pay for what you use. This is kind of like you pay for a lump sum and then anything you don't use, you lose. Well, that's what I, I would like that even more. Oh, yeah. Because my package was like 30 gigabytes of data Mm -hmm. and I looked up how many like, you know, how many YouTube videos that it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because that's my barometer is YouTube Uh videos and it was... They were like, you can watch 492. Holy balls. And I was like, yeah, I'll never need that. I'm not going to watch that many YouTube. I watched like five while I was yeah. because I was busy editing videos for the YouTube channel. Yeah. Other than that, it was a fairly good experience. Yeah. How yeah. much can I ask how much you made? It was like 2.5. I didn't make that much. Okay. 2,500? Uh, yeah, it was two point. But also you have to remember like I, w- I was not optimized and I had to share the table. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. So your table is like four times the size of mine. Yeah, I... Oh my God. So I'm actually gonna i'm actually kind of bummed about like changing yeah Yeah, because so basically they're um they're rearranging the vendors hall and uh, artist alley at at sac anime so my space is moving and i'm super bummed because basically how it's set up right now is i'm paying for a 10 by 10 foot space yes but because my booth is (laughs) there is a gigantic like pillar 10 foot across pillar like column splitting my booth when i first got that space i went over to the to the organizers and i was like hey so i'm paying for this like bigger space but i essentially have as much room as artist alley because of this gigantic column like what can we do about this and they said oh you can just expand into the table next to you right so technically I you have, have two tables. I basically have two tables for the of price space, of one. Yeah. For the price of one. Yeah, I mean, Which like, is awesome. I, I've got the gigantic column in the yeah. middle, but like, honestly, I that's that's a good ass deal for me. It's so, worth it. I'm bummed that my table space is essentially going to be smaller next mm. convention because they're they're rearranging me, so I'm I'm going to be in a different spot. Yeah. But I okay, so I'll walk through I guess some of my like like basics. So I brought about 
200, 250 pieces. Yes, yeah. Like, most of what I made were the mugs the forty-five in the $45 range yeah. because that's what seemed to sell the most last time. And which ones were those? The ones that, like, coffee into, like, plus? And... Well, not so much design-based, but just in terms of the, like, shape. Okay. Yeah, so okay. so the mugs, so the mugs are the ones that are like kind of vaguely triangle shaped and then have a handle. And those are forty five dollars for you? Yeah, forty five. Although I'm gonna I think I'm gonna increase my prices next convention. I'm trying to decrease my um, shit. Nah, don't decrease. Don't decrease. If they okay. sold, just never decrease. Unless things are really not selling. But they're selling, so don't decrease. Anyway, sixty to seventy percent of my inventory was the mugs. Mm-hmm. And then I also made teacups and then goblets and steins. Teacups were 35, mugs were 45, steins were 55, goblets were 65. I also made a few, like, those specialty cauldron pieces that I, I made. I loved those so much. I'm so stoked with how those turned out. I, unfortunately, though, like, the... I, I think I need to re-kiln wash my shelves because the feet of the, of the cauldron pieces, a bunch of them stuck to the kiln shelf, so I had to grind down the little cauldron feet to be mm. much shorter than I originally intended. I see. And because of that, I decreased the price a lot. Like, cause so, so I only sold like the mushroom cauldron. Like, so again, you know, for our listeners who may not have been following this on Instagram, mm. I made a set of cauldron mugs based on different kinds of spell casters. So I had a necromancer cauldron mug, a blood mage cauldron mug, and then a, um, or a, a, a spore druid cauldron cup. Can I ask a normie question? Yeah. What's the difference in between a necromancer and a blood mage? Because those seem like the same person to me. They could be considered, but like, so in my mind, a necromancer is someone who specifically focuses on raising the dead or like working with remains of some sort. Okay. When I think of blood mages, I think more of blood and pain being the source of where they're, it's kind of like where the source is coming from. So like necromancers i think could do things that blood mages do like when you think about in D, there are spells like chill touch or god i'm trying to think of some my other. ex-wife knows that one. Oh my god I'm yeah you and all of your ex-wives of I course don't have any ex-wives. you don't have any ex-wives yeah Just oh my got god the one who's nice to me sometimes <laughs> Uh, anyway but but when i think of blood mages i think of like morrigan from the dragon age like series okay so i think about it as like where the source of the magic's coming from is like okay that's fair yeah yeah um i don't like the word necromancer that's fine sounds racist what i don't like it okay all right it's too close that's okay i don't like the kind of mancer you are hmm Okay. I like Blood Mage better. Well, I like Blood Mage too. Blood Mage sounds cooler. Yeah. You could call it a. Uh, let me think. Like, hemo hemomancer. Like, oh. Like hemoglobin. You know. Yeah, that sounds. Well, that's just a sign. Well, no. That's yeah. just a fancy way of saying Blood Mage. I get. Yeah, that sounds cool though. Yeah, hemomancer. A hemomancer. Oh man, I'm gonna use that next time. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Sorry. So, yeah. no, no, you're good. You're good. I pr- I appreciate the enthusiasm. I'm a gunmancer. Yeah. Metallomancer? Bulletmancer? Ballistamancer. (gasps) You're good at this. (laughs) I'm not as good as you are at this. Oh my god. A Patriotmancer? No, that's too far right. That's too much. That's too Too much. Yeah, too Too far. Anyway, so so those pieces I sold for between 75 and 85, depending on how much I had to like grind down the feet, basically. They're Um, labor intensive, huh? Are they? Oh, Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, what's... 
What's kind of difficult is that they take at almost as much time as the Dragon Age cups or Dragon Age Dragon Egg cups really? take. Yeah, they're just they're just time intensive in a different way, and they don't necessarily show it the same way. But I'll probably raise my prices, like if assuming those pieces turn out well, I'll probably raise them so that they're closer to like ninety five or a hundred. Um, so I made those and then I also brought six dragon egg goblets and I sold those for $1.95 and all of those sold. That's good. Yeah. I sold a sculpture too. Did you? I did. Yeah. I, oh my god. How did they walk out with that? Uh, they came at the end of the convention and I had it boxed up with a bunch of like, like wrapping and stuff around. I didn't normally like... I, I mean, honestly, I didn't have anything prepared for that because I was like, no one's, gonna, no one's going to buy a sculpture. No and then this person just came up and they were basically, they were, they were asking a few questions about some of the pieces. And um, basically they were saying that they were moving in with a couple of friends of theirs getting their like first place together. And they were all huge, oh, like reading nerds and they wanted to create like a little book area. Oh, and so God. they bought the more guide. He's that guy who's going to walk into the house. And he's going to be like, guys, look what I bought for a reading area. And they're like, oh, that's cool. F*** Frank. Uh, <laughs> Didn't ask any of us. No, no. Them. They were actually, we were all there. And they were all very, seemed to be very excited. Oh, so okay, I'm good. very happy. Sold that piece for 850 Total, I made, like, in terms of gross profits, like, not including, like, the table fee and how much I paid my friends. And yeah. I'll get into I'll get into that Because the table fee more. and how much you pay your people and the internet and the phone that I did. Like, yeah. Yeah. I made, like, a G, up. maybe. Yeah. So the the table was was it six fifty that table I think the, yeah because they increased the prices so the table that I paid for for this time was six hundred fifty I ended up hiring eventually three friends to help me mm -hmm. two of them helped me basically all weekend and I paid I basically paid my friends a hundred dollars a day for being there like all day so my my friend Peter helped me out like half the day on Friday and all day Saturday. So mm -hmm. I paid him 150 friends, Brandon and Ash helped me uh, all day Friday, basically all day Saturday. And then on Sunday, Ash was kind of like tapped out socially, which I totally get. Yeah. So, but I still, I still paid for the hundred cause they, they have to, they drive a long way. Yeah. So that ended up being 750 in terms of fees of like paying my friends to help with that. Paying the people. Yeah. yeah paying the people. And the main reason I decided to do that this time was cause like, like, this, they helped me out for free last time, which I super appreciated. Yeah. But I kind of wanted to... I kind of feel like if you were... If I'm paying someone to do it, not only is that, like, showing that I value, like, their time and the expenses mm -hmm. to, like, get there. Like, of course, you know, I'm paying for their, like, ticket to, to get in and walk around and stuff. Yeah. But it's also kind of like, all right, if I'm paying you, then I can kind of, like, ask what time you're going to be there. These are the hours that, you know, planning on working. Yeah. And I can just kind of make things a little bit more official so that I can plan my time a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, to sound like a boomer, you're paying for a service and you expect that service to be delivered to a certain extent. And so now mm. that you're paying for a service or a product, it's like... There's there's a different level of expectation. Yeah, there's definitely a different... It's like, I'm, pay, I'm paying you for it, so yeah. could you do it? Would you mind, you know? Yeah, not not that it's like... Not that rude, I guess. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's not like... Because, I mean, it, it's not like I was paying them, I think, even minimum wage, like... $100 a day for how many hours they worked is, like, not minimum wage. But, no, it's, but it felt... But almost it felt, half, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, felt, it felt good. So I did that. So there's a table fee, paying assistant fees, basically. Paying for the Wi-Fi hotspot was, again, almost 200 But that'll be less expensive in the future. I might, I might do what you did just because I don't want to have so many burner phones. Yeah, that's kind of a hassle. It's a hassle and, like... 
I'm basically using backup phones as real phones. So, like, this is my real phone, right? And the phone I was mm-hmm. using is, like, when this phone dies, I'll be using that phone. Then I'll have to buy another backup phone. Yeah. So I'm using my backup phones. But I have, like, three in rotation at all yeah, times. Yeah, that, like, that seems, like, more complicated than it needs to be. Plus, if I just had a Wi-Fi hotspot, I wouldn't have to buy so many backup phones. I would just mm-hmm. have a phone that's connected to the thing and then do the thing. Like, yeah. 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 And then other people's... If you ever wanted to hire extra help and you wanted, like, to put your payment method app, like, on other people's yeah. phones, then they could connect to the Wi-Fi hotspot, and then... Instead of them coming in and being like, I have AT&T, my phone's not working. That's how they sound. Yeah. My phone's not working. Ah. Well, I'm more so mean for, for the people who are helping you. Yeah, they, yes, so, of course, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because one of my um, friends that is helping me might have, like, a service that doesn't go through the walls. Right, That's right. Yeah, so I mean, that was, that was me last time. Dude, it was, it was bad. It was like, yeah. I got lucky because one of my friend, my government friends bailed me out. He was like, I have a Wi-Fi hotspot the government gives me mm-hmm. and you could use this. Yeah. But, like, I can't, we can't do this every time. This is like yeah. a favor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think not taking into account all those expenses, I made $12,980. So almost, almost 13000 Probably around ten if you take into all the expenses, right? Yeah, probably yeah. probably. Probably about that. Yeah, yeah, that makes um, sense. Yeah, and honestly it felt really good because I had some debt that I needed to pay off. So I I, I got a little bit too, but it's not like Honestly most most of my debt was just like all the expenses that I accrued like leading up to SAC anime. Yeah. Because I, I had I ended up and, and again, I'm not sure how, uh, hopefully our listeners find this interesting, like how we kind of move money around and such, but like, I basically had not pulled any money from my Patreon since it started. Mm-hmm. So I had that lump sum to help me get through the time where I wasn't doing updates over the spring and summer as I was trying to get ready for SAC anime. Thank you, patrons, for that. Thank you, patrons. Yeah, seriously, you, you all. literally make it happen. Yeah, yeah. So between that and then I was lucky enough to have uh, some help from my mom so between those two things, I was able to get done what I needed to and not have to do smaller updates throughout the spring and summer. Yeah. But yeah, but anyway, but it meant I had some debt to pay off. And then I also have a, a kitty that passed last year that I got medical bills right. to pay for. But anyway, yeah, I'm I'm like, I'm really stoked. Like it was like looking at the final numbers and saying everything. I was like, oh, thank God. Like, all yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I have a, I have a little bit of debt too, but I... The way I work is, like, I'm not going to buy... If I don't have the money to pay for it, I'm not going to get it, essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, even if my car broke down, if I don't have the money for another car, unless I absolutely needed a car, which is a lot of people's predicaments, Mm -hmm. my brain's like, oh, works five miles away. I'm just going to bike five miles every day. Yeah. Which, I get people are in predicaments where, like, I can't do that kind of physical labor every day. Yeah, I I get that. But if I cannot go through those hoops, then I'm not going to go through the hoops. Yeah. So, like, I owe, like... Five hundred dollars maximum. Oh, that's not bad at all. No, not at yeah. all. Like I tried to spend my credit card on like a nice dinner the other day, mm-hmm. and my credit card company called me because they were like, <laughs> "Yo, you spent like eighty bucks <laughs> at BJ's. Oh uh, this is god. highly abnormal for you." Oh my god! And I was like, "Yeah, I never use my card, so do yeah. you want another credit?" They're always like, "Do you want more money in your credit card?" And I'm like, "No, no, dude, say yes." I never. No, want no, no, no. Say, no, honestly, say say that you want an increase because one of the ways that your credit score is created. By the way, this is not legal advice. This is just stuff I've heard. Yeah, <laughs> always got a disclaimer that. But one of the things that determines your credit score is your is essentially how much of your maximum 
credit you're using. Oh, I see. So if your credit limit is huge and you're only using a smaller amount, that's actually better for your credit score. Okay. So anytime they offer an increase, take it. Yeah, okay. So credit companies are like, these guys giving them a lot of money. Yeah. You must have a lot of money. Yeah, and I guess so. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. My, my credit card company called me because I was like, I'm going to buy all of the shipping supplies that I need for the rest of the year. Yeah. So I bought like $500 of shipping, like shipping and packing supplies. So I'll have all of the, I think I still need to buy bags because I had to double check on the size that I bought, but I bought a bunch more Rand Pack and a bunch of the uh, like craft paper filler that I use when I like actually ship stuff out. I got to buy bags for next time. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. bought no bags because in the thing it was like, don't bring bags, especially that of plastic. And I was like, so That's is weird. that no bags no. or is that no plastic bags? No, no, no. Definitely bring bags. Bring bags. Okay. Because I saw people with bags. Yeah. And I was like, but they told me not to bring bags. Ooh, woo. Yeah. <laughs> and so next year I'm just going to like, I don't know. It's the same ones where like, I don't know if you've been to Fanime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But like sometimes they're like, don't use a dolly. And then everyone's using a dolly. Right. It's like, sorry, bro. Like how else am I supposed to bring my stuff? I think they just don't want like plastic bags like you know again they're trying to be as environmental as possible so when you get bags then by the way anyone who's still using uline and you you consider yourself on the like liberal spectrum do not buy uline because the people who own uline have funded a bunch of conservative legislators and candidates anyway so if you do not want to give that company your money they're, the company that I use is called Eco Enclose, so they try and do, they're a lot more environmentally friendly, at least from what I've been able to observe, and they don't donate to conservative candidates. Also, on the other side, if you're conservative, buy Uline. Yeah, uh, yeah I guess so. I guess so, Dante. <laughs> <laughs> so, was there was there anything unexpected this time from, from SAC Anime? Yeah, the one unexpected thing is that the P and this was a big surprise to me because like I'm always pro this, mm -hmm. but it never usually happens. Is that my super artistic stuff or like the stuff that I considered to be out of the norm was sold out immediately. I started making nice. these organic kind of geometric. Uh, and if you've bought stuff from my website before, you've been to my website to see that what I'm working on. You've seen them before, but like everyone picked them up. Like these feel good mm -hmm. and they look good and they remind me of like a rock. And these are different from, like, everything else I've seen. And, of course, I brought, like, five or six because I was yeah. like, they're not going to sell. But everyone yeah. was just like, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I like these, mm -hmm. you know. And so I made, as soon as I got home, I made, like, 20 or 30. Nice. Like, the day of, I went home and made 20. And they're also easier to make than mugs because mugs, you have to attach the handle. Yes, yes. But, like, without that, it's, a mug is just a giant teacup, right? Mm -hmm. So, like... Mm -hmm. I just made a bunch of jar and teacups and that was, that was it, <laughs> right? And then, of course, I got to make my avatar stuff, which isn't hard. I could probably make all 50 or 60 of them in, like, a day or two with trim mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. But, like, I, it, it does sadden me. It's not really my... It's my aesthetic, and my aesthetic's not everyone's aesthetic. But I do understand that people are probably going to buy the most... I wouldn't say basic, but the most normal-looking thing with their nostalgia on it first mm -hmm. before they buy anything else. Like, you're going to buy a teacup with an avatar symbol on it first before you buy a teacup that I consider higher quality. Mm. And I understand that's not, like, my aesthetic, and I'm the artist, so, of course, I might know what quality is for my own craft versus someone who just likes a teacup. But, like, I do now understand that, like, the making process does not have to be as strenuous as I am making it because I want stuff to be, like, super awesome, cool, artistic, oh, yeah, special, yeah. special <laughs> glazes. 
I'm like, yep, they want an Earthbender cup with the Earthbender symbol on yep. it, and they want it to be green because green <laughs> is Earth, and then they want to buy it. Yeah. Uh, and that's what they want, right? But I'm glad the teacups sold out. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad the teacups sold yeah. out. I'm really glad the teapots sold out. Because I was like, no one wants teapots. Mm-hmm. Who's bringing home a teapot? I Yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised for about that, too. Because it kind of seems like one of those things where... And I admittedly, I've totally done this myself. Where it's like, oh, that's a really cool, like, idea. I like the idea of doing, like, a... Like, a... What is it? Like, the, I think one of the ideas that I had was making a teapot based on the Alien Queen... From, like, the Alien series, like, H.R. Giger Alien series. And then having all the little teacups be, like, facehugger eggs, right? Right, okay. And I was like, oh, that's a great idea, but also, who's going to want to actually pay for that, right? Because admittedly, something like that would be, like, I mean, that's a sculpture. Like, that's, like, an $850 purchase. But I think your pieces found, seem to have found a nice mix between being still that kind of really special thing like it's a it's a teapot they're they're less common yeah but they also seem to be at a price point where folks were still able to buy them although i personally think that you could increase the price on those teapots like the fact that you're getting like because okay because if you think about it if people got a teapot and a teacup for 110 dollars they're basically paying the same price for a teapot as they are for a teacup yeah or like if they bought three teacups it's almost the same price as a a teapot because the like a cup was like forty bucks. It's, it's a little. It's like ten bucks. Less. Yeah, yeah. But like a teacup was like forty bucks. Mm-hmm. So buying three of those is close to one ten. I thought you said your teacups were fifty. Mugs were fifty. Teacups oh. were forty. Oh, okay, okay. Unless they were specialty teacups, the Avatar, the Nation teacups, the Dragon Fruit Clay sold out immediately. <laughs> I have to make like twenty or thirty, and they're easier to make than you might think. So I yeah. have to make like. 20 or 30 of those for the next table. Nice, nice. Because people came back the third day and were like, where are all the nation teacups? Uh, and it's the most, I, I know I love saying I told you so, but like it's the most satisfying thing in the world to me when someone's like, I was looking at them the first day and I was going to buy one, where are they? And I'm like, they sold out. Yeah. The first day. <gasps> like, because you didn't buy them when you saw them. Yeah. Like, And that's, I guess that's the punishment, me- to use video game terms. Yeah. That's the punishment mechanic for not jumping on the resource that you yeah. want when you could get it. When You know what I mean? Yeah. I actually had a really interesting conversation with my friend Brandon about that because, so essentially everybody who helped me at the table but me would do things like, like if someone was on like the first or second day saying like, Oh, you know, okay, I'm still thinking about this. Like, I, I'll, I'll come back. They would say, just so you know, like, these pieces tend to sell out quickly, so yes. it may not be here when you get back. Yeah. And they told me that oftentimes when they sold, when they did that, people would go, oh, okay, then I'll buy it. And it's hard for, it was interesting because it's like, my inclination is to be like, all right, you'll see that it's gonna, probably going to yeah. be sold out. And then you know next time. That's what I did. Yeah. And th- and I that is kind of my natural inclination too, partially because I admit on the selfish side, it's very satisfying. And very I, satisfying. I know that's not exactly a healthy... Mm, lean into it, It's Lindsay. not... I know that it's kind of... It's a little... It's a, it's it just doesn't a, have to be healthy because you're a, right. It's just a little evil. It's just a little evil. Oh, but... It's not evil if you're correct. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> but... But but also it's like it's I guess I that's something that I need to work on dealing with is like because to me saying like oh hey just so you know it's probably going to be sold out that feels very like salesy to me yeah yeah agreed but at the same time it's like I know that you know if like if I was exposed to a new seller and I didn't know how fast their work actually sold out and they told me that I would appreciate knowing I would appreciate knowing because I'd be like oh okay like. That's good to know. And then I could then make that decision of like, okay, am I going to spend the money now? 
or am I going to wait and take my chances? But I, I like having that option. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm, that's something that I might try doing a little differently next time is like communicate more with folks how much yeah. things, you know, do tend to sell. But... I like the first way you said. Oh, okay. Because then I get the satisfaction of going, yeah. <laughs> Too late, motherfucker. Too late, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe next time you, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. It actually, it is, it, it does make me very happy that like, so many, so many folks do come back and say like, yeah, I made sure to come back the first day yeah. because you were sold out last time. Yeah. And in some ways it's like, yeah, it's, it is, it is, it is satisfying and fun. They... And it is also nice. Like how many people came back, like just to say hi. And it's like, oh, it's yeah. amazing. It's like this, this community is so, it's just so fun, you know? And I'm actually, I'm curious like how that's been for you. Cause you, you know, again, for so long didn't do in-person events. And I know you've, you've been doing them a little bit more now this last year. So I'm kind of curious, like been hiding. Yeah. How, how has it, how has it been? Like, do you feel like you've kind of gotten into a bit more of a rhythm with doing in-person events and like finding a balance between talking with people and no, no. Okay. Tell me. No. So like the most, the best thing that I had was somebody from my discord came by Mm -hmm. and was like, Hey, Hey, you know, and like, I feel, I feel like they all know what I look like, uh-huh. but I don't know what any of them look like. Yeah. Except for like one or two of them. Right, right. And so sometimes they give me this energy that I pick up that I'm like, you are moving like you know me, mm-hmm. but I don't know you. And then they're like, I'm from your discord. This is my username. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah, you yeah. for telling me that mm-hmm. off the rip in, instead of, you know, I, I had recently met someone that was talking to me like they knew me. This wasn't at a table. Uh, I told you about this. I'm not going to say their name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, they talked to me like they know me. And then afterwards, for a while, I was like, I don't think we have ever met. (laughs) But like, I do enjoy the friendly energy. But at the same time, like, I don't want to be like, yeah, bro. (laughs) In place of your name. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, I, I, I'm so awkward. I will... You'll just go with it. I will go with it because because usually, usually eventually my brain will kick in and I'll remember who they are and like where I met them. Admittedly, sometimes I don't. And then I feel really bad because I'm like, clearly we have met before, but I am forgetting. And so I just, I, I roll with it as much as I can. And I hope that my memory jogs. Dude, you know, like the stereotypical male, like best friend friendships, like especially for gamers where they're just like, that's Steve. And you're, you know, somebody else is like, what's his last name? You're like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, actually. You know, stuff like that. And you're like, you've known Steve for like seven years. Oh and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I've n- like that happened with yeah. my friend Howie, uh-huh, right? Like uh-huh. Howie one day told me he was Chinese, but I've known him by, for like 10 years by this point. Yeah. And I turned to him and I was like, you're Chinese? And he's like, yeah, clearly. And I was like, what do you mean clearly? He goes, uh, I'm Asian. I was like, but there's a bunch of different branches. <laughs> That's like saying you're American. Like, which branch of American are you? There's yeah. so many different types. And he's like, yeah, I'm Chinese. And so after that, I was like, oh, shit, you're Chinese. Huh? I didn't know that. Like, and it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, yeah. No, Sack Anime was great. I liked Sack Anime. We're going to do We're going to do it again. Yeah. So what are you What are you going to do for for help? More. No, I was going to say. For help? Yeah, yeah. Well, because I'm, I mean. What is <laughs> what is help? What is help? Um, so, well, since you are, since Tikozi, yeah, it's therapy, 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 yes, therapy is help. Um, Jim, yeah, since you are gonna be at the table yourself next time, are you gonna bring anybody to like help you wrap stuff or help you talk to people or what? What's your what's your what are you gonna do? I'm gonna buy more bags, get a little bit more infrastructure. I was talking to you about more tables earlier, and I might get one helper. Okay. But really, it's just like a homie to hang out with. Yeah. We'll yeah. see who's interested. I think my friend Howie has a government job, so he's he's probably not going to come hang out with me. Mm. But 
I'll, I'll find somebody. Yeah. I'll find someone like, hey, you want to do the table? <laughs> I really don't want to reach into like the stratosphere of random people. Oh yeah. No, no, no. I don't want to do no. that. So I'm like, very selective about. Yeah. Who, yeah. Yeah. Cause it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to do there's a, Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of variables. I want to make sure that I get folks who are good with talking to people who are willing to like listen to some of the overarching not rules, rules, guidelines. Listen to me. I'm a business owner already. They're not rules. They're guidelines. Um, we're not workers. We're a family. We're a family. Cringy ass. Oh my God. Yeah. That's what you say when you're making more money than me. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I was especially glad for the help all weekend because like I'm really good Friday. I'm real good Saturday. By Sunday, I am done, and I don't want to be there anymore. Dude, by Sunday, I'm editing video and yeah. ignoring my customers. Yeah. I I literally crawled under the table <laughs> and laid that. down. Yes, well, because I was like, I was. It was like what Sunday at like I don't know, maybe two or three. I brought you the, pizza. The and you're like, ah! yes, <laughs> please, yes. I turned to Brandon. I was like, Brandon, can you, can you like. Hold the table solo for like 10 minutes. I just got to lay under the table and dissociate. So I literally crawled to the table, laid on my back. I relaxed all my facial muscles because they were being used a lot. And I just like closed my eyes and it was so needed. People come up to the table and they like reach for something and then they pull back a little bit. Like I shouldn't Mm -hmm. touch it. That's nice. Mm, And then my move is to look up for my editing computer, my editing software and Mm -hmm. go, you can touch them if you want. Feel free to touch. It's okay. If you have any questions, just ask me. And then I go right back to editing. Mm-hmm. Like, the person who's at my table needs to be more personable than I am. Yeah. Or yeah. else, like, nothing's getting sold. Yeah. I mean, It also least... helps if they're hot, but, like, <laughs> hot on, like, a not, uh, like, just cute. Not cute. Not hot, you know? Yeah, like. Like, adorable. Like, it helps yeah. if you're more, uh, uh. Just, like, for friendly and amicable in general. Like, if that, yeah. if that's, if that's your vibe, that's a good, that's a good vibe. If people can walk up to you and think you're not going to punch, I'm like, oh, hey, how you doing? Oh, hi. Like, you know, that's yeah. good. But for me, I'm in, like, a big Carhartt jacket editing videos with a frown because I'm tired. Yeah. And people are like, did you make this? I'm like, oh, yeah, I did. And then I go right back to editing. Yeah. You know? That ain't great <laughs> doesn't for, work, doesn't great work for some, But, you know, but that's good. That's why, that's why you have uh... Linda's so good at it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying. I feel like there's more that we could talk about, but yeah. you gotta go home and take care of your wife. Yeah, the wife is sick. Cause she's sick and must take care of baby. Needs me to go rub so, her butt. Yeah, rub dad. What? What? All right. Okay. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of The Mud Peddlers. We would love to hear from you. So if you want to share your thoughts about the episodes or just see what Dante and I are working on in our studios, come say hi. You can find links to my social media at lindsaymdillon.com. That's L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, M as in monster, D-I-L-L-O-N.com. And you can visit my pottery shop or see what I'm working on at earthnationceramics.com. And you can find me all over social media at Earth Nation Ceramics. It's spelled exactly how you think it's spelled. And if you want to support the show, hear some bonus episodes, and see some behind the scenes of my work, you can support me and the show at patreon.com slash Dillon. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time.